Florida, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to Patriots Perspective with Christy Tasker. Your news behind the government's facade. Don't fall victim to propaganda or spend another 30 days in the tech gulag. Turn off your tele-live vision and just listen. Hear the most mind-opening hours of your life as we interview whistleblowers and real patriots for uncensored truth. The coming news network and fake book cannot control the power of Jesus Christ. Therefore, they have no power over us. There aren't enough Vegas strippers to fake check what's coming. Put in your earphones and avoid the tech tyrants. Subscribe to PatriotsPerspective.com now and see the evidence and action items to help you take back your God-given rights government and expose Satan and his demons taking up residence in your community. Be sure to hit the like or rumble button and comment to tell us where you're holding the line. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Patriots Perspective. Today, I have a very special guest with me here today, and I want to tell you all about her. Oh, my goodness. You are not even going to believe. Um, you, Back by popular demand, I have Agent X11, Penny L.A. Shepard. Penny is a MK Ultra super soldier who was genetically engineered and experimented on in the utero. That means in the womb, for those of you who are wondering, as I was at first, and implanted as a child. She was tortured physically and spiritually and psychologically under MK Ultra protocol. She has been beaten, drugged, raped, electroshocked, chained, caged, sex trafficked to the elite and utilized as a remote viewer for espionage and sexpionage by the deep state unbeknownst to her. She is um, a cyberist and so much more. She is also the lead researcher for Megan Walsh. So for those of you who have not seen our episodes regarding Megan Walsh, please make sure that you go back. And we also have one coming up afterwards. She's going to update us after she tells us all about herself. Welcome to the show, Penny L.A. Shepherd. Hi, Penny. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here with us here today. Um, and thank you, Jeff, for reporting this also on Right on Radio. Jeff, we thank you in advance. And Penny, everyone is asking, who is Penny L.A. Shepherd? And you and I have had many conversations. I so enjoy, like, just even being able to bounce some research off of you and just your knowledge of Hollywood and the dark deep state that we all know now is run by a bunch of Satanists that I really look forward to people getting to know who you are or have you really discovered who you are, <laughs> but we know that you are X 11 and that you are X 11 in Stranger Things. So, but first of all, Penny, before we ever get to Stranger Things, I really want to start with, how do you even know who you are? Well, actually, I left my husband in March of 2016, and he had told me at the time he was a retired Carlsbad uh, sergeant, 
from uh, Carlsbad, California. And he said that I would be arrested, made homeless, and thrown in a crazy house if I left him. And I said, is it illegal to divorce you in California? All right, fine. I won't divorce you. I'm just going to leave. So I actually had to uh, drag my leg behind me like Igor. I had been drugged and basically given a chemical lobotomy, which restored me to the point where I had no memories whatsoever. And I left and I went to my aunt's and then I ended up at my brother's who is NSA and he's uh, he's actually still working for uh, the covert faction of the government. He's a very adept agent and a liar. And he, you know that they're really good when they lie to you about yourself. They're lying to you about yourself in front of your face and you know what they're saying is not true. Um, so I found out when I left, I started researching, I asked some questions. I asked why did my former agent look like Joseph Mengele and was he related to me through the Baumgartner name, which he told me in one phone call that all Baumgartners are not related because I found out that my, my father uh, who brought me up, my fake father, was uh, his grandmother or his mother rather was a Baumgartner. And then I found out John had an adopted uh, child with the Baumgartner name. I said, you and I are related to the Baumgartner name. He said, not all Baumgartners are related. I said, yes, they are. Maybe not blood related, but genealogically they are linked. And then subsequently in the following year in June of 2017, my first husband told me that uh, my former agent, John, was my brother, my biological brother. So that started me on a journey. And then I asked, why does John look like Joseph Mengele? Why do I look like Irene Schoenbein, who married Joseph Mengele and produced the son named Rolf? Why did my murdered brother, David, who wrote a book entitled The Whistleblower, which is unpublished, no one will ever see it, will never see the light of day. Um, why did he look like Rolf, their son? And when I say, see Rolf, I cry. Now, I believe that I was American, but now I believe that I'm actually... German, of German heritage. And I also, uh, through my research, found out that my mother was a Hitler baby. So I'm still researching how these events transpired in my life. If in fact, my, my mother actually, um, actually volunteered for the MK Ultra project. She was a nurse. She was in North Carolina. And I believe she, I don't, I can't find any uh, paperwork on her, but I, I, I know there's a nurse's training and uh, she was also gay. So why did she marry my father? Because it was a cover. And I think she volunteered for MK Ultra um, when she was in, uh, in North Carolina. I believe she might have been at Duke University because I have memories of Duke also in nurses training. So she and her girlfriend, this is the story that I heard, uh, were discovered um, having sex at the nurses in the nurses training project. And then she and her girlfriend and my father all go to New York. And when I watch the boys from Brazil, they have uh, a character in there that was uh, Joseph Engle's assistant in creating clones of Hitler. And she said that they took these babies, which there's an actual project in which they had babies for the Third Reich, for the propagation of the Fourth Reich. And uh, she said that they gave them birth certificates from New York. It's very interesting. Uh, John was born in New York and my mother was born in New York. She was born in Jamaica, New York. My grandmother was a singer and Jamaica, New York is where uh, Trump Sr. 
started his first uh, building. Actually, I think it might have been Grandpa Trump started his first uh, buildings in Jamaica, New York. And then also um, he, because uh, he was born, Trump's father was born. He said in his book he was born in New Jersey and Art of the Deal. But in fact, it has come to light that he was born in, uh, in New York. And he was conceived in, actually, it was conceived in Germany because wow. the family was German. So also in his book, he said that they were Swedish, which that's not true either. They have German lineage and their actual name was Drumpf, uh, I think. And they take they took the, it was D-R-U-M-P-F-T. So when they came over here, when he said, my name is Trump, they said, oh, Trump. And then they changed it on Ellis Island. And then he went back with his wife, Elizabeth, to, uh, to, New York, to Germany and uh, they said, look, you're, you need to go back to wherever you came from because you were supposed to join the army and you didn't. And so we're, we're kicking you out of Germany. So he came back and had the baby in New York. And then when they were running their, their projects, their builders, um, that uh, Trump Sr. visited a lot of gentlemen's clubs. He was a, a prolific worker. And I believe that my grandmother, who was a singer, performed in those clubs and it's very possible that because of the fact that my mom and my my grandmother lived in Jamaica, New York and also then they moved to Brooklyn that it's very possible she had an acquaintance with uh, the Trump family. I can't say for certain because I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't in existence yet. So um, I'm going to share my screen with you. Did I, did I already share it? Yeah. In there? No, I don't see it shared. Um, let me make sure that I'm going to remove. Okay, there we go. Um, you should be able to share now, Penny. Okay, I'm going to stop it and I'm going to reshare it. And so I have, I have a. To, let me ask you a couple of questions and just to clarify for people. So when when you're saying that you believe that you were that you were MK Ultra directly in the womb. So you think your mom might have signed up for a program, maybe unbeknownst to her. No, I think she actually signed up for it, fully cognitive. She was very, very intelligent. But I believe that her mother was part of, the last name was Baker, then she married a Darlington. The Bakers are the Beckers in Germany. So I believe that the that her mother actually... Uh, signed up for having babies for the Fourth Reich. And my mother was a product of that, whether it was in vitro fertilization or not. I don't know at that time. I know that they had the capability of doing it, but it wasn't brought forth to the public. Or whether she was a baby that was given to uh, my my grandmother, my great-grandmother. Um, but, you know, my mother, whether she actually was implanted with in vitro fertilization with me, I suspect that I was actually created in a laboratory um, with the ovum of Irene Mengele because I didn't look like my mother and the sperm of Joseph Mengele and then either carried by Martha Mengele or even by Irene. He was divorced by Irene from Irene. And then in July, July 17th, 1958, uh, Joseph Mengele married uh, Martha Mengele, who was his brother's widow. It's very possible that maybe she was implanted and then had the baby or had babies and then they 
gave those babies away and they lied on the birth certificate because even as a child, I knew my last name was not my last name as a child. So I was utilized in these projects as a child. I lived in Ives Estates in North Miami Beach. It was, my address was 1255 Northeast 202 Street in Ives Estates. And I believe that Ives Estates is a paperclip project. Um, people don't realize also that Joseph Mengele did live in Florida. He traveled all around the world. He was CIA. He worked for the CIA. He did not die at the time that they said he died. I have intelligence, which tells me uh, from, from some other people that were involved in the projects, one that was experimented on at Stanford Research Institute, who also had a twin, who the twin subsequently died but um, it, later on in life. And they were given by their parents to Stanford Research uh, Institute. She was trying to, to, um, to sue Stanford Research Institute, but she's been unsuccessful in it. No one wants to take them on. And she said that she was uh, killed at one point by Joseph Mengele, who gave her, uh, gave her a heart attack and then brought her back to life because she was obstinate. She wouldn't do what he wanted her to do. So they were doing these experiments all over the world. So when they talk about Stranger Things and they say that it's actual genesis is from the Montauk Project uh, and that that was the only project, that's incorrect. Um, the Montauk Project is one of many projects and they were run globally all around the world concurrently with different scientists and, um, you know, Joseph Mengele happened to be one of those scientists. Joseph Mengele's mentor was Von Schur. Manchur was, I think, four years younger than uh, Hirito Ishii. Hirito Ishii was the Surgeon General um, of Japan, and then he, his specialty was actually biological warfare, but I think he also was involved in, um, in genetics. And at World War, when World War II had ended, right before it, August 15th, uh, 1945, Garito Ishii had an operation called Cherry Blossom at night, which he was to drop bubonic plague in the form of fleas on San Diego, California. <laughs> so that that project did not go through. So uh, in September, I think it was September 1st or September 2nd, when uh, Japan, uh, you know, Japan decided to surrender to the United States. Um, in, in the war, um, and I think Prince Philip was there also at that signing. Um, he he was never, Herdito Ishii did experiments that were equally egregious as Joseph Mengele, uh, where he was sewing together people and um, in, in that were kept in the POW camps in Japan during the war. I was going to say, let me let me give a little bit of background, even a Wikipedia for the people who don't know who Joseph Mengele is. I mean, I know that people think that they know who he is. They think that he died. Um, so Joseph Mengele um, was an officer, a German officer in World War II. He was mainly remembered for his actions at the Auschwitz um, concentration camp uh, for deadly experiments on prisoners. This is very well known. Um, he's, he killed um, victims in the gas chambers, and he is one of the doctors that administered the gas. Um, worked with the Red Army troops sweeping through German-occupied Poland, and, and he was transferred to Auschwitz um, in the concentration camp. So um, they say that he died in 1979 in, in Brazil, um, but it's, it's known 
by high ups that are even connected with Trump today that um, Dr. Frauchi, and I call him Frauchi because he's an absolute fraud, um, actually trained directly with um, Joseph Mengele. Like it's, it's not just he's like Joseph Mengele, he trained with Joseph Mengele. So yeah, I have been sense because um, Fauci went to Cornell and Fauci is from New York. And so they were carrying on major operations through New York. And then also when Ellis Island had its uh, census, I believe that it was actually just an extension of the concentration camps because the Rothschilds funded Hitler and the Rothschilds started their eugenics program in Long Island in like 1910 or 1920. And, you know, they want to say that, you know, that he passed away. We don't really know when he passed away, but he definitely worked. Um, he, it even says on, this is directly from Wikipedia today. I mean, I'm sure that they'll take it down after, you know, they realize people are going to loot. Um, they claim he was eluded capture in spite of extradition requests by um, West German, the West German government um, with operations by Israeli intelligence um, agency Mossad. They claim that he was drowned in 1979 after suffering for a stroke from a stroke while swimming. That's their excuse. Okay, this did not. It's my understanding from some very high ups that are working with Trump today that that Dr. Frauchi Frauchi um, actually worked directly with Mengele, who was trained by Mengele. And for those of you who are still out there trusting him, you know what? Um, I'll say um, that I have been told sue me if I'm wrong on this, um, so that we can go to discovery because yeah, there's, there's some people that want us to be able to go to discovery on this and be able to bring out the truth. Um, so, you know, you can, you guys can research it. I have been, like I said, I've been told from the highest ups that they do things like this. So even though this sounds absolutely absurd and that, it would be somebody making things up. Penny, I, I want to also go ahead and confront the that you have. They have locked you in a mental institution at one point because they didn't want you to be able to speak. And which yes. I think is very strange that every time they want to shut someone like yourself up, there are these mental institutions that um, they don't want normal people to be able to go to because they don't want you to be able to, to know the truth. I mean, they don't want the public to be able to know the truth. So you have to ask yourself, why are they trying to shut the pennies of the world up? So uh, they, this is uh, strictly out of the CIA playbook. Okay, so the CIA playbook has an orchestrated method in which they do things. So first of all, they will separate you from your family. They will isolate you. I was isolated my entire life. And then they will um, disengage you from the workforce to make you look like you're just a, you know, a, a lackadaisical individual that can't hold a job. Then they will assassinate, they'll assassinate your finances in that aspect. Then they will also um, take all of your possessions away from you. And uh, in my instance, I've had my possessions taken away in more than one occasion, uh, leaving each each relationship that I was in. Then they will uh, they will proceed throughout your life. A process of discreditation. They will uh, throw you in crazy houses. They will have you drugged by MKO doctors. They will have you um, diagnosed falsely as being schizophrenic or bipolar or whatever it is, whatever thing that they that they want to put on you. Um, 
they said my mother was schizophrenic. She wasn't. They said my brother David was schizophrenic. He wasn't. Um, my David brother, my brother David was a whistleblower. Um, and he that's that was the name of his book. It was entitled The Whistleblower. It was about Bush, the Vatican, and about my family. And then he was homeless for two years at um, in Mission Beach. And um, he was subsequently murdered. They sent an individual to murder him on Mission Beach. And the way that it, it will play out is some guy just killed some guy. So it looks like just some homeless guy. Well, for all you know, those homeless people, not, and I encourage you, please, if you're tithing in a church, don't tithe at the church. Tithe and use your actual funding to help those people in need that God tells you to do. Don't let anyone direct where your finances go to. Because there's PhDs and, and master degree people out there that they're not drug addicts and they're not alcoholics, but they've been dis dispossessed of everything they own. They've been discredited and uh, they've been laid way to the street for the system to pick them up, throw them in a crazy house, throw them in jail so they'll get murdered in jail or they'll get drugged and discredited in a crazy house um, so that you'll never listen to anything they say and they won't have a foot to stand on when they're in a court of law because some individual, some doctor who people look at as that doctor is God and their word means everything. And the doctors are all compromised as are officials in the courts, judges and lawyers. And you're seeing presidents or sex trafficking presidents. So who do you trust? Research everything. So and when, and when, when, when you're saying research, the one thing I want to, you know, I try to bring a, uh, and outsiders, you know, I've not experienced any of these things that you and a lot of other whistleblowers have experienced. But I just want people to think everyday people like myself to think about things logically. OK, so the Bible tells us that we are to be good stewards okay, of our money. Well, you can tithe because a pastor is telling you to tithe and give your 10 percent to the church or a, a priest is telling you to give your 10 percent to the church. But you, to be a good steward, you need to know where they are stewarding the money. And you need to look at the church books. Because I assure you that you will find a lot of eye-opening things if you bother to look at your church's books and your finances. Because not only should you look at the books, but you should go and see where, what organizations those, those monies have been given to. Research those organizations in your own church, especially if you are in a mega church, because a lot of whistleblowers are coming forward that have been sex trafficked through these mega churches. And I'm talking about I have been to some of those churches myself. I have watched them. Those of you who know me, you know, the churches that I'm talking about. I have asked some of the pastors to come forward. They will not. OK, I have also been told by the same people that are that have told me about Dr. Frogchi um, that if the pastors have not already come clean, you need to back off. Don't even try to, because there there already been a team of people who have tried to go to these pastors to clean up the church and get them to clean it up themselves. They will not do it. We are not supposed to be. We number one, we are the church ourselves. We are the church. There's not a there's not a big um, uh, there's no amount of of real estate or buildings that make up a church. It's the people that make up the church, and you are absolutely responsible for where that money goes. I'm sorry, Penny. I'm sorry to go on a little rant like that, but 
people really do need to, to listen to you and when they're researching and it's it's about much more than how do they actually research so start with your church tithe you know if you're tithing you are responsible for seeing where your money is going right when your money is going to a mega church pastor's uh palatius palace or his yacht or his jet and people you know they're asking you to pray for prayer to pay for prayer I'm going to say, you don't need to pay for prayer. You talk to Jesus on your own. Never yeah. once anywhere did it say that Jesus wanted cash for prayer. So, you know, be judicious in what you're doing. I wrote a chapter. My blog is shepherd, S-H-E-P-A-R-D, entertainment.blogspot.com. And there's a chapter 10 that I wrote on just some of the mega pastors who were Satanists. And their, their tendencies are Luciferian. Because their their Jesus is cash app Jesus. That Jesus has nothing to do with my Jesus. So, you know, take a look at that chapter. It's chapter 10 in the November 2019 archives because I kept getting tired of everyone telling me Kanye West was a, a Christian. He's not. He's a Satanist. And his, his entire purview is cash app Jesus. So when he's out there selling Jesus' king t-shirts for $250, and charging for you to come into one of his satanic ceremonies and performs at Joel Osteen's church in Illuminati Eye and drops his Jesus is King at the Oculus New, New World One Tower. You need to start researching some of these things. So I can help with my research. It's all for free. I do what I do for free. Go ahead and take a look at my blog. If there's anything that you question, then I, I entreat you to research further. Uh, these are my opinions predicated upon my very in-depth research. I, when I do research, I ask these questions. Who, what, when, where, why, and how? And you can't always get answers to all those questions, which is sometimes when a news report comes out, I sit back and I wait for more information before I'm going to formulate an opinion on it or even bring it to light. So I just want people to understand. I'm also on Dave Zublick's show on Fridays from 10 to 1, Hollywood uh, Fridays. That's... Uh, central standard time and um you know i i have three hours there in which i talk about hollywood so i am i've been writing since i was a child i'm not published they've taken pretty much everything i've ever written but i do i do write on my blog and it's not casual it's not casual writing i'm not engaged with the newspaper but i am indeed um a digital journalist and i'm a very in-depth researcher I've done over 30 shows on John Walsh. I'm still not done. I work with Megan Walsh, who's just had her three children ripped away from her, and then most recently her four-day-old child, um, Esther Grace, whom I will talk about on the next show that we're doing. This particular show is pr pretty much an introduction as to who I am um, and how I found out who I am. And uh, I have a little presentation, which is basically walks you through it and it just gives you some of the precepts i also have a chapter called the green mind script in which an individual said yes benny i know that you're the real 11 that's depicted in stranger things so he's been doing these little short cuts and i said all right i will give you some of the examples of the parallels within my life so i wrote a chapter it's called the green minds on my blog and it just gives you some actual pictorial representations of how my life went and then this is another presentation to just succinctly ex explain it. 
Yeah. And so what I want people to know is when Penny presents this, um, you're going to go over the military industrial complex, right? Yes. Okay. So when, whenever we're thinking about movies, television shows, you heard that in my intro, by the way, I did write that intro because it's, it is true. We are watching television. We are watching all propaganda and the military industrial complex. She's going to show you how it's all linked together to get in your mind. So in a sense, we're all MK ultra, especially if you are, um, wanting to watch Wheel of Fortune at seven o'clock, or if you're programmed to watch the programs, they're even telling you it's a program. So um, yes. Penny's going to go over all of that. I tell everyone, Penny, that while you're getting your presentation up, um, I tell them you should go back and watch um, the uh, the American Made movie with Tom Cruise. Um, it's called American Made. It's about Barry Seal. And they're telling you exactly what presidents are involved. I mean, they're showing you this in a Holly weird film. Okay. And for, for those of you who have never been to Hollywood or you're not engaged in Hollywood, I'll tell you, I feel very uncomfortable in Hollywood and Hollywood feels very uncomfortable with me. They don't know what to do with me because I will not comply with their out of this world thinking. Okay. I've never, I can never adapt. I can never I have clients that are in Hollyweird and I have been to many of the, Penny, I might've been in a room with your brother, to be honest. I, I don't even know because like, because of, of the clients that I've had. Okay. So, and, but I just, I, I never treat anyone like they are a God because they're not, I don't care who they are. I speak to everyone the same, just like we are speaking right now. And, they don't like that. So they don't like anyone they can't control. I was told really early on that, you know, they, when, when somebody wants to give you a free ride to Harvard, that should tell you everything you need to know because they want to, they want you to go so they can control your thoughts and your feelings. And they want you to, they want to make the college the God and they want to make the thinking of the college a God. Um, so it's very easy to mind control the masses. Um, in my opinion, a lot of people are being mind controlled right now to think that they have to go to college to even work or have some sort of an occupation. So what Penny's going to go into here is to me extremely interesting. Um, we're going to keep this show right under an hour and then we're going to go into hour two. Um, we're going to go into Megan Walsh. Um, so Penny, take it away. Okay, so um, I ha I'm going to have to stop the screen share, but bring this one on because this is my explanation of what the military industrial entertainment complex is. And Penny, okay. will you hit, will you hit view and see if we can expand the, the one screens without the thumbnails that go to view and then presentation to see if we can make the, the individual slides larger. Yeah. That's like, about it's going to go right now. Okay. The, the ones on the side, you just don't pay attention to them. Those are the ones that I scroll through. But I think you can make it larger if you wanted to. I don't know if you want That's to. That's right. It's going to go. Okay. Okay. But right if, you go to, if you go to view, hold on. like at the top, do you see a view option on your PowerPoint? Sorry, everybody. But I want to make sure that you can see this like really good. Sorry, Penny. I should have, I should have said this earlier. 
Yeah. Um, we'll get it next time. The next time I'll, I'll, I'll show you how to make just that screen larger. I actually ended up in, hold on a second. I actually okay. ended up in the full screen of you. So. Oh. oh, do you? You have the full screen of me? Yes. So hold on a second. Let's see if I can. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I don't have uh, the full screen of me. That's for sure. I like, I lost you now. Uh oh. I, you're still there, but I'm on a totally different screen. So. Okay. Do you want me to remove the presentation and see if that helps and then no, bring it back in? Okay. Hold on. It has to do with. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess you up. No, what I did was I did a full screen so I can actually see the presentation, but I can't move forward in the presentation or not. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, let's see if I can if I stop screen. Well, let me just read this and then we'll go, we'll go from this one and I'll, I'll undo okay. it. I have a couple of different slides. And what you're seeing is a presentation on Megan Walsh on this side right here. But I just want to read to you what um, the military industrial entertainment complex is. Uh, the, there is a military industrial complex, which involves anything with the military. Okay, but what they have not let you know is that the entertainment community and industry, it is an industry, works hand in hand with the military industrial complex. So in reality, it is altogether the military industrial entertainment complex because they work hand in hand with entertainment. Now, what is entertainment? So I say the military industrial entertainment complex includes the military, CIA, DOJ, DOD, DIA, FBI, DARPA, and other military and non-military assets, AKA agents. An asset is quite often referred to as an agent. Now, I was an asset, but I never received a paycheck from the FBI or the CIA. So I did not work for them in the legal capacity. I was used under MKUltra, under my control, as an asset, but it was unbeknownst to me. I was unaware that I was even utilized as an asset. So, you know, if somebody comes to me and says, oh, Penny, you work for the CIA, not really. And I want to make that clear. I did not draw a paycheck from the government, so I was not a person that I didn't draw a paycheck from the FBI, but I was utilized for uh, purposes of espionage for our government, unbeknownst to me. So that's the only way I can put it. So was Kathy Penny, don't they pay? Don't they pay actors and actresses? I mean, technically, they are working for the CIA through through yes. the complex. Yes, they are. So they're and not. They're that they're not gonna none of these people are going to have a paycheck directly from the no, cia this is the way i want people to think about it even though it's not direct okay but the cia is over and owns the military industrial complex they're part of it they're all in one big group the, like the military industrial complex basically owns hollyweird okay right they own the, they and so therefore they are producing the paychecks for the people who are acting and the people who are acting many times penny do you think they know that they are a part of it at first they don't right because i never realized that there was you know this going on all i know is sometimes i cannot get certain deals for my clients 
you know, it, like people that are at the top, they absolutely know because they're working within the industry with CIA, FBI, and they're they're getting uh, for the movies, they're getting thumbs up or thumbs down. They're getting um, people are telling them what to write, what not to write. Because, um, like, for instance, when they're in Vietnam and a reporter would come back and say, hey, this happened today, the general there would say, no, that did not happen. And the reporter's like, yes, it did. I was there. I saw it. And the general would say, no, this is what you will write or we will have you in cuffs as a traitor to America. So you need to understand the enforcement of the military behind the propaganda machine. So the military industrial entertainment complex includes the Mockingbird news media, Hollywood, television, theater, religion, sports, book media, politics, world leaders, scientists, technologists, doctors, and teachers. And that list is by no means all inclusive. Now, what the MIEC is, and I call it the MEEC, and I said this on another show, my brother who wrote the, the whistleblower, which will never see the light of day, no one will ever see it. He said at the end of it, his character opens up a black box and there's a piece of paper in there and it says the meek shall inherit the earth. And when I saw it, I immediately thought of M-E-E-K, which is a, a reptilian species. Because I promised my brother I would take his book to fruition. I don't have a copy of his book, but I am taking his mission to fruition, which is whistleblowing and disclosure. So, so where I, does the book, Penny? So they, you, will never, you will never find okay, it. It was on your computer, right? Like, no, it's so. gone. Okay. It's gone. There's a copy of it on the copyright office if I want to sue the copyright office, but I'm, I don't want to do that. The last copy of his script, his screenplay, was taken from me by an agent who worked with Bill Hybels at Willow Creek Church. Okay. It's gone. There are no copies of it. It's been destroyed. And this is what they do to writers. They take everything that you've written that has any form of disclosure in it and they burn it and it's gone. So you're not going to find it. If someday I do decide that I want to sue the copyright office, they'll probably burn down the copyright office. I don't know. But right now my mission is to actually just disclose and to continue his mission, which was disclosure. So that's what the really important part of this book, the whistleblower is really about. You know, I know that there are messages that were in there, but again, the last screenplay that he wrote, there was one remaining copy that I had that he sent to me. That copy was taken by someone who knew Darrell and John and who was at the church at Bill Hybels Church and knew Bill Hybels. So it was okay. taken. So Darrell, Darrell is who? Darrell was my first handler, and I believe he's the son of Albert Spears. That'll be something that I'll get into and when okay. I do the presentation, okay. okay, I'd like to just explain what the military industrial complex is. So I refer to it as the, the meek because that was from my brother's book, which no one will ever see the light of day will never be seen. Um, what the meek is, the M-I-E-C, is a combined effort of the New World Order and military industrial complex to disclose strategized military intel through movies about advanced operations to disseminate co-intel and propaganda, to deliver messages to CIA operatives, and to trigger MK ultra covert operatives. So when we speak about Uvalde or the school shootings with Nicholas Cruz, we're talking about that's a semblance. Michael Jaco had mentioned that all the super soldiers have been triggered. And uh, I, I believe that that statement 
that was put forth is accurate. I believe that the super soldiers have been triggered and they're going to be in full, in full force, the satanic super soldiers um, in full force. And we'll, and we'll begin to see them because we are having all these shootings all over the, you know, like one right after the other that are coming into the forefront. And the actual operation is to take the guns away from citizens. The other, the other uh, combined efforts in which the MIEC, the military industrial complex is engaged in is to program the masses through subliminal covert and overt messages, which we will see in movies and in, in commercials. You already know that they're subliminal programming in theatrical productions, in music, uh, through frequency. Another uh, operation is to solicit followers for the New World Order satanic agenda, to install kings, presidents, politicians, to garner support for wars, to further install religious leaders who serve the New World Order agenda, and to sway the political body to serve the current agenda. Now, these are just some of the agendas of the military-industrial entertainment complex. Um, you know, the other things would be for the satanic corruption uh, and acquisition of your children and satanic ritual abuse uh, through these varied media. So that's just one perspective that I have in regards to what the military industrial complex is. No one's talking about this because they don't realize that they work hand in hand and they all, always have worked hand in hand to promote the military's agenda for wars, for you know, for the specific purposes in which I mentioned. And again, these are some of the operations. They're inclusive, but they're not, they're not, I haven't listed them all. So, you know, these are just a, a few of the operations in which they have. Other operations that they have are for cloning, for, um, for hiding the technology that they have while they're revealing it through movies that are real, that are not supposed to be real. So if you say those movies are real or that or those people and the characters are actually real people, then they will say, well, you're crazy. That's that's crazy. You know, yeah. how can you have that's what they want us to do. They want us to be in a cognitive dissidence of, oh, that sounds like that movie. You're just, you know, like you're, it's easier for them to say that a person is crazy if they're telling you like, hey, that movie is the truth. And what was really interesting to me, and the reason I've, send people to the American made movie is because they reveal so much and they tell it's based on a true story at the very beginning and it contains Tom Cruise. So it's like, you know, people at some point we have to wake up. Okay. Either you're going to wake up or you're going to be on a, on a train to the next Auschwitz, which could be the next Walmart near you. Okay. Because right. they're, they're very, they're, this is serious. This is not a joke. They want you to think it's a joke. And, you know, we got Juan Osavin yelling at us saying, wake up, like, wake up. You know, I mean, yes, people think that they know who he is and they think that, you know, he's JFK Jr. and all this, but it's not. It's just a person who wants to keep his identity, who who is an operative who is trying to actually help wake us up. And he's, you know, he is confirming things um, with intelligence backing and we have to listen to some things. I'm sorry, we do. And you can keep thinking and living in this, you know, cognitive distance world and, you know, thinking that you're just going to go to work and, you know, 2022 is, you know, you're back to normal. There is no normal, everybody. Like, seriously, there's no, there's nothing normal about what we're living in. We are at war. This is part of what they have used against us to put us in the mindset that we don't want to even admit that we are at war. 
True, very true. Um, are we running out of time? We're at 43, 44 minutes right now. So um, I would say go on a couple more slides and then we're, we'll go into hour two on the next video. Um, yeah, I actually I actually will have to leave the studio to go to the next yeah. slide. Yeah. I don't know how I am okay, okay. So what we're going to do, everybody, is because we are at 44 minutes right now, I need to get this, um, this video to Jeff. Um, I hope that he has time to publish video two. If he does not, please make sure that you go to Patriots Perspective um, on Rumble. We will make sure that it goes to Rumble, YouTube, and uh, wherever else. I mean, I don't care if our YouTube channel gets shut down. I think I'm already on the second strike because of reporting factual things regarding masks and the and the and the jabs. So. You know, whatever they do is what they do. But if so, we'll put up another Patriots Perspective channel two and three and four. So just keep liking them. Um, matter of fact, I may go ahead and set up channels three, four, five, six, whatever channels we're on. Um, but we will try to get this to Jeff for right on radio because he's got a bigger audience. Um, and we very much appreciate him taking the time to um, publish this for us, especially before he goes on vacation. So thank you very much, Jeff. Everybody, make sure that you comment, you like, you share um, the video if you're enjoying what you're finding so far, um, the conversation, and uh, join us on video number two. And Penny, uh, I'm going to sign out and um, make sure that we go back into video two, okay? Okay. So I'll send you, a, send you a link right after. Everybody. Okay so much for watching this and again we'll post the other one um as soon as possible right after you watch this one thank you ciao everybody remember take action, take action. don't let big tech win share this video with a friend now <laughs> most importantly do unto others as you would have others do right. unto you Thanks for watching, everybody.